Imagine a big bottle of ink. Picture in your mind a big bottle of ink, black ink. And now you take this ink and print a couple of thousand copies of War and Peace. So you print millions of pages from this ink, from this big bottle of ink. Now, try to picture in your mind all the letters. How many letters are there in these millions of pages and all, all that you printed? Millions and millions of letters. Were those letters existent when it was still just the bottle of ink? Did the letters exist yet? Seemingly at that point there was just ink with the potential to be letters. The ink in that big bottle had the potential and then manifested as these millions of letters. But when they were still in the bottle of ink, you wouldn't even say that the letters are unified with the ink. Before you printed the pages, when it was just the bottle of ink, you would say that the letters don't exist. They're there as part of the ink, but there's no existence of letters. There's just the potential for existence of letters. But now imagine all the creations of the world, every single thing that ever existed from the beginning of time until Mashiach comes, every single plant, every thought that any person ever had, all the stars, all the earthworms, all the accountants, any, any created being that will ever live in history, imagine them as letters. They're all letters, they're all words that God spoke and speaking into existence right now. The secret of the tzimtzum, the secret of the first con concealment of God's light is that we feel it like those letters that have already been printed were no longer in the bottle of ink. If God is this infinite light, infinite bottle of ink, we feel like we're letters that have already been written in a book. But the concealment is only for our eyes. God is really everywhere. And all of time and space is... Just a little ray of what God is. In that way, the parable of the ink and the letters is not a good parable because the ink is really nothing more than just the source of these letters. Qualitatively, the ink and the letters are the same thing. But when it comes to the worlds, it's not the main aspect of God that worlds are created from Him. The worlds are just a very, very external glimmer of a glimmer of a ray of what God is. But now picture that ray still within God, because God is everywhere. It's not possible to ever leave the being of the Ein Sof, of the infinite of God, the endless light of God. So now understand that all the created beings that ever existed are within God like the letters before they leave the bottle of ink. This is, by the way, all in Tanya chapter 21. Every single detail of everything that exists right this moment now are now within God at this moment, like the letters before they leave the bottle of ink. And that that we exist as something other than the ink, that that we feel as something other than Elokus, than God's light, that's the tzimtzum, that's the concealment. Now that aspect of God, where all of reality is within Him, like the letters from all the pages when they're still in the bottle of ink, that level is known in Chassidus and Kabbalah as the Rashimu. 
Adam Kadmon before the Tzimtzum is the Rashimu, the imprint, the leftover. When God made the first Tzimtzum, when He concealed His infinite light, the infinite light was His revelation. But when He did Tzimtzum and He concealed His infinite light, all that remained, the Rashimu, what remained, the imprint that remained, was just God's Koach HaGvul, God's ability to do finite things, to manifest as things other than Himself. And at that level, God thinks about all past, present, and the future, all time and space in one point, like in the one bottle of ink. But of course, God's light infinitely transcends that bottle of ink. So we understand that at that deepest level, nothing exists, but everything is within God. And therefore, God's knowledge of them is, knowledge, is through knowledge of self, like the Rambam says. By God knowing Himself, He knows all the beings that are created. So imagine having a thought of yourself, one moment of feeling self that doesn't change or add anything to you. It's just you. It even says when God showed to Adam Arishan that God showed Adam, Dur Dur Vidoshav, He saw the, all the generations to come in one moment. Beskira Achas. Hashem showed Adam Arishan all the people that will ever exist in one moment. That's that level of God's primordial will for there to be worlds where everything exists in one point as God's will. Like the letters when they're still in the bottle of ink. And Yosef HaTzadik, Yosef, who had, came from a level higher than even the patriarchs, Yosef is at that level of Adam Kadman of the primordial will. Yosef sees everything as still within the bottle of ink, all the letters, all the created beings that ever exist, that are existing. He saw them within the bottle of ink of God, within God's primordial will before Tzimtzum. And therefore Yosef was able to be involved in the nitty-gritty, mundane details of the, of the Egyptians. And at the same time, be be completely connected to godliness. Because not only did the details not stare, not disturb his connection to godliness, he comes from that level where he sees godliness even in those details of the mundane financial transactions of these Egyptians. And this is the meaning of what's told about the Baal Shem Tov, that when the Baal Shem Tov was younger, he was on such a state of sanctity, such as on Friday night, on Shabbos night. Friday night he reached such a level of Kedusha that he wasn't able to speak to simple people. He wasn't able to even talk about mundane things in the world. But then the Baal Shem Tov davened to reach a higher level, which he did. And then he reached the level where he was able to speak to simple people Friday night about simple things. Because at that higher level, there's really no difference between the Holy of Holies and the goings-on of an Egyptian. It's all God's save of Kalam, and it's all God's infinite encompassing light within which we are. And therefore Yosef, who was at this level, should not have asked the butler to remember him. The rest of us that are trapped within the perception of reality, of lights and vessels, we have to make a vessel to allow God's light to manifest. But Yosef was at that level of, above lights and vessels, above any differentiation. He saw God in everything. He would never have thought like the old woman that the truck and the boat and the 
helicopter are not from God. Yosef saw, would see how the tree would be one of those riding the truck to save people from the flood because he saw them all as God. He didn't need to enclose himself in vessels. He was at that transcendent level where only God exists and therefore he, he should not have been involved in trying to make a f- physical manifestation of God's salvation. And Hasidus concludes that, of course, we're very far from the level of Yosef, but each one, according to our level, we're all descendants. Yosef. The Tehillim, it says that all of us are called Yosef at some level. We all partake of the spark of Yosef, and especially these last moments before Mashiach comes, we have to see within the details of reality God. We have to taste this truth of bringing God's infinity into the details to see God in the details as much as we can because that is the revelation of Mashiach which is going to happen any moment.